This week's proud sponsors of the episode are Murphy & Young Limited. They design, manufacture, supply and erect bespoke timber kit houses and summer houses. You can visit them at murphyandyoungltd.co.uk or contact them at info at murphyandyoungltd.co.uk If you're looking for any information, if you've got any projects they can help you with, then just give them a shout. The lads are top notch. Hope you enjoy the episode. Cheers. Alright everybody, welcome to episode 16 of the Roundup, the Kilmarnock Pie first round. You look like you could fit a big Kilmarnock Pie right in your gubber when you opened it. Mate, I'd love a Kelly Pie, mate. When's John Gal going to start sending me one of the care packages doing for Christmas? Mate, I just feel like, I feel like John's got the Kelly Pies, Mick's got the Piri Piri Chicken. I just don't feel like they're helping us out with See, being honest with you, mate, I've, I've said a lot of nice things about Darvo this season, so at the very least I should be getting... One of the Gucci boxes set down with the rolls and everything in it, the full shebang. Mate, you would think so, but nah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Right. <laughs> Let's get tour wrecked into it. A lot of games <coughs> after this weekend, obviously, with the adverse weather. Right. Uh, Friday night, first round of the Kelly Pie Cup. Um, Harmony Row 3, Garvin 1, Glencairn 3, Fanart 1. Moving on to Saturday, Rob Roy 1, Talbot 0, Ardrossan 0, Arthur 5. Ashfield 6, Glasgow Uni 2, Bember 4, Coosyth 1, Bonnington 8, Newmans 0, Kaluk 0, Clybank 4, 4 2, Perthshire 1, Glenaffin 3, BSC 0, Hurlford 2, Coburnley 0, Co 1 and 5, Royal Albert 0, Larkhall 1, Canvas Lang 6, Nielsen 0, Cumbernauld 3, Petersell 0, Kello 1, Pollock 6, Campbelltown 0, Renfrew 0, Lanark 1, Sulcoats 0, Meda 4, Ants 1, East Kilbride 3, Whitlitz 1, Villa Clyde 3, Yoker 1, Largs 2, Cumnock 1, Maryhill 2. There we go. Yep. Um, yep. Start on the Friday night games. Um, Harmony Row, well done to them. I think they might be the first team for Division 4 to beat a team in the league above them in a competitive match, so well done to Harmony Row. Well done. Very well done. Um, yeah, it was a a goalkeeper-inspired performance. Um, goalie we managed the match and some good saves for him there, uh, but great result. Govan have actually been going well of late, so for him there, big Friday night game. They've done the business and it's a tremendous result. I've kind of had a bit of, bit of chat <coughs> with him there, and start congratulating them because that's very well done to them. They should be really proud of themselves next round of the cup for the Harmony Row. I make massive result, um, and you know what I'm like when it comes to Division Four. I'm always really pleased to see Division Four teams doing well because it kind of shows that they merit their position within the setup. Um, Glencairn beating Fanart three one five 0 last time the two teams played. Actually managed to nip away from work and catch the first fifteen minutes of the game that night. I thought, I thought Fanart started off better than it with you smiling it. I'm telling the story, mate, but I'm not going to give too much away, mate. All right, all right. Big PG turns up to the, the Finart Glen Kelm game. And who was it? Was it the Glen? Somebody for the Glen Kelm committee? <laughs> Is it? <laughs> Come up to us and uh, I was in my work uniform and he says to us, oh, hey, he starts talking away and I mentioned a couple things about Glen Kelm. He's like, oh, yeah, you know much about the juniors? And I was like, Aye, aye, I like the juniors, mate. Aye, aye. He's like, all right, aye, aye. Well, we're having a good season. I was like, aye, okay. My mate, my mate's like, he's looking at it as if, 
Tell him who you are. <laughs> I'm embarrassing myself with that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the juniors, mate. I do indeed. So guys, let's be honest. We uh, we think that clubs, a lot of people are watching it and tuning in and liking this stuff, man. But Glenn and Cairn have got any idea who the both is on, mate. The amount of members don't even know who we are. But well, hey, that's, better. that's better than an assistant gaffer shouting at your friends for asking for one of my players, mate. But mate, it's just <clears throat> maybe that's what we need just to bring us down a wee peg. We're getting too big time up on it. Yeah, listen, it's, it's not me, mate. Bring you down a peg or two, son. Aye, all right, all right. You'd have known who you were. Um, so, anyway, this, this, this isn't about us, right? It's about sorry, <laughs> So, first 15 minutes, I thought Fanart started off better. Um, right in front of where I was for that, for me, were denied an absolute stonewall penalty. For the referee is behind the players, so the boy, the Fnatic players went into the box. You could see it coming a mile off. He's managed. He's positioned his body really well. Got himself in front of the the uh, Glencairn defender who has clipped his heels. No meant it, but clipped his heels. Stonewall penalty. In a sense, I could maybe give the ref a wee break, saying the angle he's at might not have seen it. The linesman was basically right in front of me. Perfect view, right at it. Nothing. Danny flinch, nothing. Game mm-hmm. played on. And uh, see, to be fair, that's a decent result. I spoke to I spoke to Brian um for our manager after it, and he was saying that for large spells they were probably the better side. But that's the difference with, with the Premier League teams that they'll go and punish you if you if you don't take your chances against them. Aye, we were coached and that gave a good account of ourselves. It's obviously the game's been one each for a, quite a decent spell of the game. Um, but they've, went, they've, they've done well, but at the same time, they've lost the game. As you say, sometimes it's that wee bit of quality. But listen, that's, that's not a disgrace. And, no. and knowing Brian and Brian and how confident a guy is, and he wants to go and... and, and win a game like that, do you know what I mean? So people stone up. But I think sometimes when you're classed as a weird club and you're playing against the bigger clubs, I I, I, I firmly believe that sometimes the officials don't give you decisions mm. that maybe I think I think that they always remember that <clears throat> the difference between the two clubs and all that, uh, no saying they're cheating anyway. I'm just saying sometimes it can be favourable to the bigger clubs when big teams can be, can be swayed. I think you're right. I mean, you even see that. At, uh, can How about the crowd? Mate, I was just about to comment on it. The crowd wasn't. See, obviously, been to a few Friday games and we've been to one together. And that and the crowds have always been good. I wouldn't say it was brilliant, but what I would say is Fanart had more fans at it than Clankyard uh, uh, did, which Bro, was good to see. But I was it's hard to tell. I'd probably say there was maybe a couple of hundred at it, which is still decent for a Friday night game. Good to see um, the fans backing this and up. Uh, up it, was, it was good. I'm just going to actually stay on um, the thread of the Division 4 teams. Um, Campbelltown losing 6 0 to Pollock. See, be fair, going through it in Newlands, I don't think that's, I know it sounds daft, but I don't think that's a, it's not a shocker getting beat 6 0 half Pollock. Pollock could do right teams in the Premier League, never mind the Division 4 team who are only what? having a great season. What a day that would have been for everybody at the club. Listen, they've no, they've lost the game six 0 it's, it's very comfortable for Paul. I think Paul have ended the game with nine men mm. as well. Uh, Which is becoming a, a common thread. Aye, well, Murdy, Murdy will be disappointed that I don't know how the suspensions will work, but he'll be he'll be disappointed because I've seen ones obviously 
big whopping and that, and oh, he's got a straight red and he's probably going to be suspended now. And when you're winning the game six nil at a time or five nil at a time, he'll be disappointed because they're good players, big players. They've got some big league games and stuff coming up, so he'll be he'll be disappointed. But he'll be he'll be happy winning the game comfortably. Yeah, my my boy McGregor getting a couple of goals. Mm. Um, <clears throat> at the same time, he'll be a wee bit disappointed to maybe lose some players to suspensions now uh, in a game that was done. But Campbelltown, they've went, they gave a good account of themselves. It's been a great day probably for everybody connected to the club. Going to Newlands feels like a brilliant place to go. Their players will be better for the experience. Their committee, they deserve it because it's a good day out for them as well. Um, so um, uh, they've probably been all in all a good day for them all. They've had a probably good day out, a few scripts along the way, and probably won the game, which everybody expected. Exactly. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that um, that Campbellton would expect that day, but it's great for the <coughs> uh, And the final one being BSC, going down to Newcomnock, losing 3 0 to Glen Afton. For me, I don't know what kind of team Glen Afton would have, but that's a it's a pretty solid result for PSC. I think that's um, credit to them for that because that is decent. Going down, that's not an easy place to go, and they come away losing by three goals again. <coughs> sounding daft. It's uh, <coughs> it's a decent result. Sorry, man, I'm coughing my lungs. I know, I know you've got the old Omicron or something. Uh, I was smoking a cigar at the back yard. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's no disgrace for them. And again, similar to Campbelltown. It's good for the BSE players to get into a place like Glen Afton with a setup that they've got there. Um, probably a decent wee crowd there. Probably not as big as what they get for normal home games. But a real good experience for them. They've been doing a no disgrace themselves. They've done a division proud. Glen Afton have won the game, as I said, about the last one that everybody expects. But they can they could hunt, uh, keep their heat held high um, and then dust themselves down and go again. Because let's be honest with you, there will be a lot of teams in Division 4 better than Glen Afton and certainly a lot of teams named name better than Paul and Glen Afton. So, no yeah. disgrace, really. Also, uh, <coughs> I forgot about them, um, Kosaith played the Benz uh, at the Benz. Were one each for a spell. Um, ended up losing 4-1. Again, no disservice to the, the league that they've done. I thought that's a, a no too bad result either. They're all playing against Premier teams and the likes of Benz, Glenafton and especially Pollock who are flying really well. They've beat, they've beat teams in their own division well and come in, in very uh, very convincingly. So to beat teams in Division 4 convincingly is what you expect. Uh, when I looked at some of the teams that were these these teams were putting out, certainly Pollock and the Benz, they were the, the, the biggest compliment I can give the Division 4 teams is they played a lot of boys that play week in, week out. I, know. Um, I didn't see... Aye, they've probably maybe gave a... Maybe a few boys are on it that are boys that need need to match the, the games. But these teams have got quality squads and that's what it's all about. Do you know what I mean? There's, there's a lot of even teams in the conferences where we would take half of the players that's on the bench for these clubs. Aye, I know. So it's the quality that they've got. So now nah, they've probably not disgraced themselves as well. They've a good account of themselves and... Just shows you gives them something to aspire to as well that they've been to these been to these places, played these teams and these players to see what their levels are. But uh, I mean, uh, it's, <coughs> you uh, you all right? You gonna make it through? I can't have COVID for a third time. 
<laughs> COVID gets to keep you if you get it again. Um, looking at some of the, the teams who haven't been doing so well in the conferences, I mean, comparing it to Division 4, Bonton take eight after New Mains, Cohen and take five after Royal Albert, which that's a kind of expected result for me. But it shows that um, even Campus Line taking six after uh, Lark Call, there's no, no shame for what the Division 4 teams have done. There's a couple of right good results. Shock results I want to touch on as well. First one, no mental shock because it's the same league, but Rob Roy beating the Talbot 1-0. I think that's a huge one. Max, will be absolutely delighted with that. Brilliant result, mate. Clean sheet against Talbot. Doesn't happen very often, does it? So, an absolutely fantastic result for Maxi and his young team as well. A lot of young players in that team, so what a belief and what a feeling that'll give them. Um, because we all know that Talbot are a good cup team. doesn't matter what team they put out. They know how to get through cup ties. So, tremendous for Rob Roy. Really, really big, impressive impressive result. And, and let's be honest, their form's been very, very good of late. Aye, that has been indeed. The fair picked up. Um, we'll just get on to the new. The mighty Ashfield taking six Glasgow <coughs> Uni. Aye. See, oh. see just quickly. On mm. Ashfield, I've got a scoop for you, mate. Go for it. Paul Maxwell is stepping down at the end of the season, mate. Is that serious? And we've told the players tonight. Well, you haven't even told me this. I know, mate. I'm telling you the news because it's going to come out tomorrow. And this episode will be out that day that this is getting announced. What's he stepping down for? Maxie... I don't want to go into a big, massive detail, but Maxie's just been made the managing director of Ashfield Academy and the, the Charitable Trust. And I think that it's all just getting a bit too much room with running that, <coughs> running the first team. He's in his own personal life. And it's just, it's just a lot. It's just a lot for him. And... I'll go into more detail probably further down the line because it's it's raw, it's new. But I think he, there's more important things to try and work on for the club. And I think the best thing that Max is doing is he's not walking away from the club. He's just taking out a new role where a lot of it is massive for the future of your club. And he's taking a step back to the first team to try and basically make the future of the club better. The future of the first team also because it will be working on a lot of things half apart for the club. So a tough, tough decision, mate. He told me last week, kept it quiet up until now. Not told anybody. Perfect. You never told us at all. I know, mate. I know, mate. I've been hard, mate. Because I need to consider my own future now, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, need, I need to consider what I need to do now because Maxie's, I love working with Maxie and I love working with a group of boys and for me now, Basically, the day, well, when this comes out, the club are going to advertise for a new manager, mate. There's going to be applications for a new manager. And right away, the new, I'll put it to bed that I've, it's no, I would, I would love to throw my hat in the ring to be the next manager of the Ashfield Football Club, but unfortunately, due to family life and work life and stuff like that, it's a brilliant job. And one that I would love today, and I've not made any 
nay secrets about what to be a manager as well. Um, but it's just not the right time. So for me, it would, it would be very difficult to give the role everything, everything that it needs and it deserves. So what I need to do is, is I need to think what my next move is. If that's still with the club, whether the new manager would have me at the club or, or should I step down with Max at the end of the season. So a lot of thinking today for your uncle Dak. I'm gutted, mate. I had to tell the boys tonight it was a tough one. And Maxie, in my opinion, is an absolute legend, mate. He's basically kept the club alive for the last four years, mate, and ran it by himself, full club, everything, all in half the park, done by that man. But it becomes too much sometimes. So now he'll focus on things half the park for the club and someday we'll get the opportunity to manage the great club at Sashfield. So he's definitely staying at the end of the season? We've said to Tam, the chairman, I were happy to... We just want to give a chance. We want to try and <coughs> club still important to try and push and, and finish as high up the league as possible. And we've, we think that we've got enough love and respect for the boys that we can still do the job. Um, and the reason why the gaffers announcing now is because if we date at the end of the season, it might be a scramble to get something in place. So by saying it the new, we give somebody a lot of time to either have a look, see if they fancy it, see if they fancy the players, see, watch plenty of games, even come up to training and stuff like that. But there'll be an interview process that the club will go through and and we'll, we'll, we've we've already said that we're, we're more than happy to try and help the club find the best person for the job. So that's it, mate. That's, uh, so I don't have, I've not really even said much about the football, so that takes... It's a sad day, mate. It's a sad, sad day for the club. But as Maxie said, and he was spot on, it's just football. Nobody's hurt. Nobody's, 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 nobody's died here. Do you know what I mean? There's boys are there to play football. Um, Maxie's going to do his work after part, and then the club will go through the process. I try to find a, a new manager or a new management team, whatever, whatever they they decide to do. How did uh, the boys take it? It was quiet, mate. Very Aye. quiet. And to be honest with you, mate, I keep looking at my phone because I'm just I'm just looking at my phone because we just finished it all like we'll see you on Wednesday training and Wednesday is normal and left it at that. So no much is being said. I think it might take a I think it will take a wee while to hit home with a few. Because I don't think the boys seen it coming. Mm. Whereas we whereas I knew last Monday. And the gaffers obviously had a conversation with Tom, the chairman, and that's how where it's came to. But I don't want to wake up. I don't want to take up all the podcast and the roundup show with Ashfield chat. I'm sure we'll chat more about it as the next couple of weeks as time goes by. But I'm sorry I've not told you, mate. But sometimes that you need to keep things to your, you need to keep things to yourself, mate. Whatever. <laughs> right. Well, just obviously. I'll... I'll speak to Maxie before he goes or whatever but for me on the podcast I'd like to wish him all the best I think that Maxie's a great guy he's helped us out a lot as well and um, I think this is a bit of a dick but I think he's alright um, and I actually think Maxie's not leaving it he's you know, I know what he's done at the club I know a lot of the stuff he's done behind the scenes and I think that the club's in safe hands with him doing what he's going to be doing so yes. I suppose congrats in a sense that he's, he's moving upstairs 
But let's talk about the game. Let's talk about the game. Eh? How was it? Yeah, great, mate. I, I think, man, just boys done tremendous. Poor conditions. We scored six goals. We were four that up and cruising. And then we conceded two goals. Unif came into it a bit. <coughs> and then we scored two goals towards the last ten. Six goals. We get Rosie on the next round, which will be a real hard test. Delighted for the boys. Goals have been passed about cut off for the centre half, couple for V Dar Maguire. McManus getting his usual goal and a dubious one for Mark McManus. But nah, they had a good night and a night out on Saturday night. That's obviously about it, mate. Causing for them. Well done. How many is that? Uh, right. How many is that McManus on but twenty-four? Twenty-four, mate. Excellent return. Yeah, I'm going to make a prediction here right now, right? Yous will beat Rossville 4-3 in the next round. There it is there. That's it. No pressure, PG, mate. Yeah, it doesn't put pressure on you, me saying that. It doesn't matter what I say. Nah. Right. Um, I see. Where, where are we going to go now? Where are we going to go now? I see. I'm off the road now. And it's not going to be a scoop because everybody's going to know, mate, because there'll be an announcement by the club in the morning, I'd imagine. Do you think they could hold after us? Right, okay. Relentless Apoly, 5-0 again, that's that done. Clyde Bank, comfortable 4-0 victory against Kaluk. Um, a, a result, not a massive shot, but one I, I didn't really see coming too much was fourth beating um, Persia 2-1. That was a good result for them. Aye, aye. Very, fourth, fourth a good side, mate. Fourth have picked up, fourth have picked up real, really good results, man. Eye-opening results, and they're still there or thereabouts, mate. So it's not a big shock to me because... No. I should sure have been doing really well early and I thought maybe they'd have nicked something, but it's a good one for fourth. Um, let's see, one that did shock me, right, and it's up there with one of the the results of the day. Lanark beating Renfrew 1-0 at Renfrew. Brilliant. Chuffer and you gaffer, mate. Chuffer, Simon, because he's had to go into a tough situation with the club struggling a wee bit. Um, so, well done to him and his backroom staff and the players for getting that. It's a clean sheet. It's a hard place to go to. It's a team flying, a team that we've really, really praised, that we've said a lot of good things about Renfrew. Um, so, brilliant. Well done to them. Chuff for them. That might, might be the catalyst for them to start putting results together. No, we've said it before. Sometimes a good positive result in the cup, just what you need is a wee kickstart. So, well done to them. Many congratulations. Right. Another surprising result, because there's quite a few. Vela Clyde going to Whitlitz and beating them 3-1. That's um, a result I never would have seen coming. Whitlitz have been flying high. Vela yeah. Clyde, not so much. So that's a, a cracking result there. I think, I think one as well, um, it's quite important to touch on. Nielsen, who are a really good side, one of the top teams in the conference, go to play Cumberland and get beat 3-0, which is reasonably convincing. Um I thought Nielsen would have gave them many a game, so I think that I think that Nielsen boys will probably be a bit disappointed with that. But we've spoke uh, quite highly of Cumberland. I think they're a difficult team to beat, and three 0 is quite convincing. I think I think the all accounts it could have been more. I've seen Grant here the goal like Nielsen was getting a wee bit of praise after Tony. I think it Tony was praising them up on it. I it's one that probably Nielsen said, "I won't take the scalp of a team up above," but. Very, very professional job becoming all very well done to them. Boy Kareem up front getting a couple of goals. They're, they're having a decent enough season. I think they've, they've got a good they've got a 
as much a chance as the other teams in the pack are staying up in the league and then they've been through in the cup. That's an impressive result in the cup. Got Nielsen is never easy. So to go there and keep a clean sheet, win the game 3-0 and by all accounts maybe could have got another couple of goals is impressive stuff for Cumbernauld. Aye, aye, it's a good result. Um, Harrowford beating Cumbernauld 2-0. Harrowford scoring late on eh, to get the second. I think yeah. that shows Harrowford are a good side. Um, something we've touched on the last couple of weeks, how under the radar and quiet they are, but they seem to just go take points and beat teams and stuff. But I think it shows Coburnley are an improved side as well, where they're able to push them right to the mm-hmm. last couple of minutes and possibly have a wee chance of getting something. But I think, good, I think, good result for I think, been, I think it's been a tight affair, PG. Right. Uh, spoke to Tommy in that as well. Um, you know, the messages to Tommy, my boy. Uh, I think it's been a tight affair. I think it's took a wee moment of magic either side was going to be the difference. And I think Hurlford have got that quality as well. And I think they've scored they've scored a, a belt to their first goal and then they've got one towards the end. So no a brilliant result for Dan and that we always see how good a job they're doing. Yep. I think um I think it was a tight affair. I think Tommy will take a lot of positives here. The big thing for them is it was an our cup game, so they'll get back to the league right. business, but they'll move on as well. Um Three games left to talk about. Well, sorry, four. I mentioned uh, Joker running Largs close. Another one for Largs and Arnie. They're doing not too badly. Like you've said before, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, Largs are a good cup side and always seem to be getting themselves through. Um, one that I want to touch on is the Ants getting beat Afi Scobride. That is the Ants for me all at the back. They go and get a great result against um, the Rock. They go and get a great result against the Drum. And no disrespect to Esco Bride, but any school Bride going to take three of them. That is the answer for me. That's that's even though they've clearly improved under Danny and Kush and Ronnie, that shows that they're not quite yeah. quite at the heights that they want to be, they'll get the consistency. They'll be disappointed with it. See, see Esco Bride, but Esco Bride are very, are very organised and, and good side. And they've got they've they've brought they've brought through quite a few young boys as Aye. well. Um, great result for Esco Bride. Because, let's be honest, the ants' confidence is sky-high now. So for them to get that, let's not take it in a way for East Bride. It's a top result top result for them. The big thing that I like as well is the boy Danny, I think it's Danny Hashima, I think, that plays up front for uh, East Bride. Gets a hat-trick. He's first in basically what you would maybe class senior football. Some people would class it senior football. Gets a hat-trick. In the St. Anne's committee, club, the boys of management have gave them the match ball. Ah, that was good. That was good. Brilliant touch. Brilliant touch, mate. Don't think, don't think things like that nah. should never get overlooked, mate. An absolute brilliant touch. I know this might sound trivial to people who don't know the financial situation at certain clubs and that. See, for the ants to give a match ball away. Now, I know it sounds daft. You know what it's like? Mm-hmm. That's probably an 80 quid ball they've given that boy. Yeah. Nice. The ants don't have hundreds of money to throw about buying. How good a touch it is! So well done to the ants on that. A lovely touch, and especially when you've lost the game, Mm -hmm. you show that you show that bit of class and touch when a game of hats after him. But well done, East Cobride, superb result, superb to that young boy, Danny boy, getting a hat trick as well. Um, uh, big one, massive result for me. Mary Hill beating Cumnock two one doing it at uh, Townhead. That is a, a huge result. We've spoken quite a bit uh, about Mary Hill, how well they've been doing. Ross has been doing a, a really solid job because I know that they've not had the best of times in the last few years. That's a huge result for them going down there and beating them 2-1. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's a massive result for them. Um, I think they've got a 
Mm-hmm. I think you're saying that's your result of the day. Uh, it is indeed my result of the day. I, I think, I think, I think, I think it was a real eye opener. It really was. I watched Rossi's interview after it. Did you see it? Mate, I never actually watched it. Oh, I, I like, I like how, I liked how he's, I liked where his mindset was at, and I liked his mentality that he'd been drumming into the players all week that <clears throat> they were going down there to win the game and nothing else. No, just going down there for to give a good account of themselves. They were going down to win the game and. It's obviously worked. Whatever they've worked on and whatever he said worked uh, because they've been doing there. Brilliant result. You know how no, it's hard because come not uh, see the big thing for me, right? Mary Hill are going well they now and come not are they going so well. So it's a team that's in form against a team that's maybe no quite much in his form. So it's a brilliant result for Mary Hill. Uh, one one I I didn't expect if I'm being honest with you. Uh, but Gintz will be disappointed. Aye. But the league's the league's the league's Cumnock's priority, right? The league is the is Cumnock's priority big time. Um, I've seen he signed a couple of players, so listen, it'll take take Gintz, man. It'll, it'll probably not even be next season till Gintz has got his actual team up in the park. But they need to, they really need to pick it up, they really need to get going, they really need to start winning football games because the more you lose games, it doesn't matter if it's cup games or whatever. You don't want to start becoming a habit. So, listen, Gintz is a top manager. Really, Maxi speaks so highly on I don't know him so well, but the jobs he's done elsewhere, he knows this grade, he knows the players. No doubts that he's going to do a tremendous job down there. Um, but it'll be a disappointment for him. But what a day for Mary Hall. What a day for Aye. the faithful Mary Hall. Brilliant for them. Um, we'll move on to your result of the day. Yeah. Peter Sill now, Kello won for me. That that was tight between that and Mary Hill game for me. Um it's a great result for Kello. Team who have been struggling, Peters Hill are probably other than Arthurley, probably the most informed team in the whole of the West right now. So I mm-hmm. particularly getting up there and no losing a goal. I didn't see that coming. So well done to Kello. That's that's the reasons it's my that's my result of the day because let's be clear, let's 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 put out there that Everybody thinks Kello are struggling, right? If you look at the league, they probably people probably know think they're a good side, but they're a team sometimes like I say about us that they're a better team than what their position actually shows. If you get me, do you know what I mean? Yeah, sometimes like it's a wee bit half, sometimes, but I know the season's done consistently and things like that. But Peasy are flying, they've won 15 games in a row, they're at home against a team that's in a conference that's lower down. I think everybody would have thought they'd only seen that gone the one way. So to go there and keep a clean sheet, win the game 1-0 is a absolute tremendous result for Kello. Well done to Tony, well done to their team. The boy Matt Armour scored, he's actually a good player, the boy. Um, if you're playing against him, he scored a couple against us at the start of the season. So well done to Kello. They, des- they deserve a big shout-out because there's no head loads to shout about but Tony's went up there and he seems to be getting very very good job so far seems to get a wee tune out the boys and getting getting something back after them so well done right well done Um, and there was league games this weekend as well is there there was league games Premier League Troon 2 Rossville 1 Um, Rossville they put a tweet out last week was it Um, talking about how it's no it's not always going to be great. And see, to be fair, see for a club of their age, um, 
they've been very successful. I mean, that's probably 12, 10, 10, 12 years they've been gone. And for a club their size and their age, the fact that they're in their second season in the Premier League, it shows how great a job they've done. They've been fantastic. But now they're, they're in that situation where they're really struggling. They've played 25 games, only at 20 points. I can't see large not overtaking them. All they need is two points to go past them and six games in hand. Coburnie, like we said, they're starting to motor a wee bit, so they'll they'll get away from them with four games in hand. I don't think Blantyre or Bonnet will catch them. I think their seasons are, are all but done, in a sense. Um, Rossfield are, are gone, they're down. Um, Troon, that was a good one for them. That keeps them in 10th place. Uh, I think they'll be safe this year. Mm-hmm. But nah, it's just been a hard spell for Rossfield. Jamie, like you said, we didn't say there's no his team yet. It'll have to be next year when they go down a division. Jamie has not gone for there. They've drew with Clyde Bank on the Wednesday before that. Do you know what I mean? So they've picked up a positive result, especially after the back of the beef result. I think I think with Rosville, you've got to remember you're you're, you're bang on what you're saying. Rosville have been punching above the above the weight for years. Everything that happened at Rosville has just been like that. Because they went for they've went for coming into this level and they went right up into the top division and they deserve an enormous amount of credit. Really do. I think this season is just going to be one too too far for them. I think I I can't see them getting out of I can't see them getting enough out of the league and enough points to to stay in the league personally. But with Jamie there and a chance for them summer to work. They have been bringing in a few bodies as well, gets a bit of time for him to work with them. Then it's still important to them, because it's going to be more important for the players that are there and for Jamie, so he knows his plans for next season. There's a lot of boys there. If they don't get the finger out, they might not be at the club anymore, or there could be boys there that go and play well between now and the end of the season, and they're very much in his plans for next season. So... It's no, it's no, it's no deep season for them because boys should have that pride and want to, want to play well and want to go and impress and want to do the business. So, but I think it's going to. I think, I think it's, I think it's a very tough ask. I think that, um, I think the Rossfield will be a very different side next year. I think they'll have a lot of different players. Obviously, when you manager will always want to get his players in, put his stamp on the team. I think that I don't know this. This is just how I've, things normally go with these situations when a team's been flying high and then it goes kind of sideways for them a bit. You end up seeing a lot of players leaving. Um, hopefully it doesn't mean that they're going to go on a downward spiral because, again, we've seen that hundreds of times in the juniors where clubs have been right up at tap and just dropped through the league. I'm not saying that'll happen, but I'm hoping it doesn't. Um, moving on to Conference A, um, Mabel nil, Borough one Massive result for the Borough. They've started to pick up a wee bit in the last few games. Mabel be disappointed with losing there because they, they've had a pretty pretty good season to be fair. Um, very good I, result. Good one. Very good, very good one for Jamie and the boys. That's a couple on the bounce now for them, isn't it? Yep. Um, see they're taking their young fans, the Borough boys do. Oh, brilliant, isn't it? Brilliant to see. Brilliant to see. Brilliant to see youngsters in the next generation of fans hopefully going out and watching the club. So well done to Jamie and the Borough. That's a tremendous result. It's a uh, been doing the Lady Wells, no one easy Lady Wells, I'm yes. sure it is. Hard place to go, man. Really hard place to go. It's Lady um, I don't know, I know it's no Lady Wells, I no Luger. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm, I think I'm. I, I don't uh, even know what it's called, but it's a hard place to go. It's it? a hard place to go, mm. eh, and 
it's a good result for them. It's a big, big part in the Vindunian and won the game. So, and it's a clean sheet for Jamie and all, which is yep. something to build on as well, which is always good. I'm uh, going to skip Conference B. Then that'll be our last game that we finish on. Only Conference C. The drum beating Villa even four two. No real shocks with that. Um, Villa even have been doing a wee bit better late. Uh, got a couple of goals against the drum. I think the drum needed that after the the uh, the loss last week. They've got a good one, got themselves back on. And see, to be honest, it's it's they needed that because Peter's Hill, if they're going to continue the way they're going, the drum are going to need to get as many points in as possible. 12 points between the two of them. Peter's Hill got three games in hand, so that was a big win for them. Aye, big one. Uh, and they bounced back on league duty after the, the answer is out, isn't it? Aye. So it's important. So why the teams bounce back? So... They've moved on already. They've dusted themselves down, and uh, they've they've as three points of where they're trying to go. As you say, they much rather have the points in the board, and the teams are looking up and having to catch them. They've 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 got the games in. They've got the points in the board, so they can sit back probably later down the line and 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 see if the other teams can handle the pressure. So, ah, it's a good result for the drum because we are leaving. They've been going well. We've been singing their praises here the last couple of weeks. Yep. Um, final game. We'll move on. Conference B. Huge game for me, and you know I like to just pin my colours to the mast. For me, decided the league this weekend. St. Caddock's drawn to each with Gartcairn. I think that that's pretty much done it for Canvas Lang. Um, two good sides getting a draw. I don't really know how the game went, but um, we'll talk about the other stuff in conference B just before we finish. What's your thoughts on the result? I think the results. I'm not really surprised, as you said. It's two good, it's two good teams, two two good football teams. There's been a lot of stake at that game, isn't there? Because, mm-hmm. as you say, if before the game, Gartcairn are probably saying, Wally and that are probably saying, if we lose the game, we're out here. And then Southie and that's probably saying to his boys, we need to win, mm-hmm. stay in it. So. The biggest winner of that game is Canvas Langmate. They're rubbing yep. their horns and if they were to, if Bully and Paul and, that and the boys down there were to pick a result for that game, it would have probably been a draw, mate, because it's just, it, it kind of, it just helps him out with the both of them. Not, no one of them have won the game and they've, they've not really closed the gap on them. So, no surprise it's been a draw of two good sides. Um, but it's a very good result for Canvas Lang. Canvas Lang are sitting on 51 points. All three teams have played 19 games. Canvas Lang sitting on 51, with a goal difference of 65. Uh, St. Carrick sitting on 45, with a goal difference of 44. Gart Kern, 43 points, 40 goal difference. So you're basically looking at Canvas Lang, that goal difference is worth an extra point. Mm-hmm. I can't see, they've dropped six points in 19 games. I can't see them dropping seven points in the next eight games in, sorry, I mean, I, next uh, next nine games, I can't see them dropping eight, uh, seven points in nine games. It's just no, it can happen. It's only a couple of different things. Listen, listen anything, can happen, anything can happen in football and, and South train up or no gear up the ghost and they'll be hoping, they'll be hoping that there's a wee bit of good fortune falls on them but I think, to be honest with you, the good fortunes already happened for maybe some of the clubs, no? <laughs> on that, on that, um, as we've spoke about a couple of times, Gart Kern uh, was played a suspended player um, against Canvas Lang when they beat them. 
and the SFA rules are normally £500 and three points taken off. For some reason, I don't know why, um, Gart Cairn have a £200 fine and no points taken off them. Now, this isn't a go at Gart Cairn because they didn't decide what the punishment was. Um, I cannot for the life of me understand why that decision has been made. I think that sends, that sets a horrible precedent. What does that mean? You get you Ashfield, you are playing someday and for talking sake, it's the difference uh, going up a league um, at the last game of the season, you get three players suspended and you go, fuck it, we'll just play the three su- suspended players and we'll take the £600 fine because it'll be worth Mertie anyway. I think it's a... I, know. I, to- I totally get what you're saying, but... And, and let's be honest, the punishment that they've received means that clubs probably could go and do that and not expect to lose any points. But I think what you've got to think about and remember is is the integrity of the game. I had nothing after that. I know, but I know for, I know for one, if it was us, and I had four players suspended, and I knew they were suspended, I wouldn't play them if I, I knew if I knew it was a fine. But I know what you're getting at. I, I know that I know the point. I know the point. You're saying integrity, right? You're talking about integrity. That's your integrity, obviously, where you said you wouldn't do that, right? And I think you'd be hundred percent right not to do that. But where's the integrity after that? Because now the precedent's been set. Nobody can have points in half for playing suspended players. That's it. Because see if they do, then you're but that's cheating basically. Because how can you have one set of rules for one club and no for another club? I think it's again. No having a go at Gart Cairn because they didn't make the decision on what their punishment was, even though they've made the mistake. I think that this is a horrendous, horrendous decision because it's just set a precedent. And what about Royal Albert? They get points taken after Mellon this season. Well, that, that, that's, 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 that? My, that, that's my big thing because you need to treat, you need to treat all clubs with the same, the same firmness and respect. And for Royal Albert to have a different punishment for any other team isn't fair. No. It's got to be we we as managers and coaches and stuff ask for consistency after our players, right? We ask them to go out and consistently play well and consistently give all they've got. All we want is consistent the, the, the powers that be when they make these decisions, make them consistent, make them fair. That's all we ask for because what's to stop? If this happens again, unfortunately, if it's human error, if if it is, then and somebody gets a different punishment, why should somebody else be the scapegoat because they didn't get it right the first time or the second time? They've got to make sure that they get it right. They've got to make sure it's a it's a basically it's a set. It should be a set punishment or a set. That's, that is what the thing is. It should be the £500 and the three points that, as far as I'm not, I'm not saying it because you know the way I am. I don't try and speak about a turn about any club because it's not my style and I don't like to do it. I know how hard the gig is. but And I don't want to have a go to the league either because I love the league and I love I love the way that they, they support the podcast. But what I don't like or whoever makes the decision then, what I don't like is the inconsistencies in the decision, how other teams can get something totally different for other sides. And I don't think that's fair. And that's all you look for when you're involved in football. You want as fairness as much as possible. And it's not right, mate. I see, see, for me, 
Again, I could be rang, right? So if I'm, I'd appreciate it if somebody would come on and say, hey, let us know that I've got the ring under the stick. As far as I'm aware, the league had given them the £500 fine and the three points, as the rules stated. Then, Gart Cairn have got a lawyer who has gone and appealed it with them, and they've went to the SFA, and the SFA have overruled it, which means they've went with 200 I'm probably rang in the league part. They might never have been involved, but it's the SFA that's went through. What does that mean? Because Gart Cairn can afford to get a lawyer who has obviously shown up a fucking some sort of flaw and uh, loophole in the rules, they can get away with it. But Royal Albert can't afford that. Royal Albert have ended up getting a fine that could have potentially put him out of business because that's a lot of money to him. It's a farce, mate. I think it's an absolute see, see the See, the thing is, right, and this is the last thing I'm going to say on it, because at the end of the day, I don't want to get into trouble myself. So I'm oh. trying to be as impartial as possible, and I think, I think that I think that I've been, but it's not right, mate. It's not right, and I don't want to see, I don't want to see Gap Kern or any other club get any trouble or get hammered, mate. But at the same time, I don't think it's right situation. I don't think they've got it right, and that's that's the end. Of it. That's what I'm going to say. That's what I'm going to say on it because they've dealt with it. They've dealt with it the way they think's fit. I totally agree with what you're saying, but. It's that's the thing. It's like I'm sitting here. I'm not saying anything about the league because I don't think it's been the league. I think it's been the SFA as far as I'm aware. I'm not having a go at Gart Cairn because they've appealed it and they've got what they've got. They don't choose their, their punishment. I feel for the likes of Royal Albert because I think it's it's shit on them. But that is what it is, um, and it's good. It's good in a sense because it gives us a wee extra something to talk about. So we've had your your scoop. See, the, thing is, the last thing I want to say is. We're no privy to our information. No, we're no privy to we're no privy to what happened behind the scenes. And I certainly wouldn't I certainly wouldn't claim that I know every bit of in and out. And let's, I'm like everybody else out there. You hear wee snippets, nice. you hear a bit of hearsay for everybody, but if I speak to people for Gart Cairn, who I know, they'll probably tell me a different story no. to people that that's like, we, we don't claim but, I'm just I'm just basing it on what I know and let's be honest, let's just break it down, right? They've played a player that shouldn't have played. They've won the game in football. If that's a guy that plays for two minutes or a 90 minutes, we know what the punishments are in football. Right, definitely. And so that's all I'm going to say on it. No, mate, I think you're spot on with that. I think you're right. Um, that's a good wee end. Uh, good. That's a good show. I enjoyed that one. Um, we apologise that it's a day late. Um, just through work circumstances, we weren't able to get it yeah, done like we always do. You but never it, know, mate. Once I'm once I'm unemployed, mate, I might get off the fence a wee bit, mate, and start, yeah, that would start nice. sticking it a wee bit. That would that would be nice, mate. You, you gave us a wee touch there. That was, that was it was better. Think so? You gave us a wee something. You gave us a wee how you were actually feeling. How what what you say to me normally instead of when you're on this. I'm only kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so we apologise again that um, we're a day late. And remember, Wednesday, Bob Malcolm, the guys played at a ridiculous level, won trebles, played in the Champions League. He's got a lot of good stories. Um, funny, some of the stories where he's talking about guys as if it's nothing. And we're like, Aye. you're talking about like world-class players and you're just like, ah, it's just such and such. But it's well worth tuning in, so please do on Wednesday. And hope you have a week. Bob Malcolm, mate. Big gentle giant, oh, mate. Very that much so. Next day's mate. But great guy. 
some as you say, mate, the players he's played with, you know, it's a good it's a good football listen, it's a good football listener watch if you get the time. And just to finish up, Paul Maxwell, I love you, mate. What a job you've done at the club, mate. And let's hope we can finish the season in a high, my man. And they boys as well. We'll stick together there. We'll stick together till the end. All the best, Ashfield. Have a good weekend. Oh, good weekend. <laughs> I told him it. It's fucking Monday. Right. Monday. Have a good week, everybody. See you later.